You're listening to Lead to Soar, bringing women the best career advice and mentorship from around the world. Lead to Soar is a production of a career that soars. Learn more at leadtosoar.com. The Lead to Soar podcast is recorded in many places across the world. In Australia, it's recorded on the lands of the Wadawurrung, Wurundjeri and Boon people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to elders past and present for they hold the memories, the traditions, the cultures and the hopes of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples across the nation. We also pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people listening today. Hi, Michelle. It's so good to be with you for this Get Shit Done episode of Lead to Soar. Thanks, Mel. Love getting shit done with you. We are going to be using the shit word here again because we're talking about work-life balance. Yeah, and I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> right. Oh, let's just let's just get it out there right up front. Uh, I call bullshit on work-life balance for a bunch of reasons. Let's talk about it. Okay, so where did this idea even come from and why is it bullshit? So I'm, as I'm often doing, I put a gender lens over long-held beliefs and tropes and things like that. And my dear friend, our mentor, our co-host in A Career That Soars, Susan Colantuno, first alerted me to the fact that work-life balance was extremely gendered and or originated, well, probably around the time that I was starting my schooling, which was in the early 1970s. And about the time that I was starting my schooling, another thing was happening. So we had women's lib, women's liberation, the feminist movement coming out of the 60s and the 70s, equal rights, so on and so forth, and a great many more women entering the workforce than had ever been in the workforce before. And lo and behold, fast forward not even a couple of years, and we've suddenly got discussions around how do we achieve work-life balance? And when I say we, not a lot of men were involved in that conversation or the conversation was not directed at men who, of course, good family man, breadwinner, bring the bacon home, because men have been expected to go to work and be the breadwinner and not worry about work-life balance, particularly ever. Now, I'm please be aware that this is not a slash at men. I'm, this is a slash at patriarchal notions about who has to have balance in their life and who doesn't. So, it started then in, in great numbers and continues, continues and continues. And as I often say, good grief, I've been in the workforce 40 years and I'm still hearing the same bullshit that I heard when I first started in it. And this has got to stop. What you're getting at here is patriarchy really started this idea because of women wanting to go to work in a way. It's like, oh, you want to go to work? Okay, well, figure out how you can do that and continue to do all your serving duties in the home and what you call the three C's, I think, Michelle. Yep, that's it. The three C's, cooking, cleaning, and caring, which we know women still do 75% of the unpaid cooking, cleaning, and caring in the world. So yeah, you're right, Mel. So in essence, and this is a very binary mindset, hey, women, you want a career? Awesome. But don't forget about your jobs, your real job, which is cooking, cleaning, and caring. How might you manage all of that and a career? Oh, let's talk about how to achieve work-life balance. Yeah, just get work-life balance. I know. You just get work-life balance. Now, I've got to say, let's fast forward to contemporary times. So right now, we're, we're talking in 2022, and I know a lot of people who identify in all different ways who are saying, 
work-life balance is bullshit and they're saying it's bullshit. So let's let's park the, the gendered stuff, but it's bullshit because it assumes that people's lives are two-dimensional. I have work and I have life. I'm sorry, people, but work is a part of life. Now, whether you work to live or live to work, it, it actually doesn't matter. So the first myth to debunk is that there are two elements to life, work and life wrong. We have life and we have activities within our life that at some point, some activities will take more precedence than others and we have to focus more on them. And the way I always look at this, and I look and I think, well, okay, I've been, I am a parent, I am a career woman, ambitious career woman, driven career woman. I've always, I've never not been in the paid workforce since I left school. So, I look and I think over the course of my working, parenting life, I've had many, many things happen. Sometimes my work has been very, very demanding, all-encompassing and requires a lot of <laughs> a lot of my time, a lot of my energy, particularly my mental energy. And in those times, I've, I've simply had to knuckle down and apply the focus to work. In other times, other uh, my other responsibilities, whether it be my pro bono work in the so you know in for you know that I do for women and girls whether it be my board work whether it be my children or my parents so my caring stuff that takes precedence and sometimes quite frankly I take precedence there's stuff that I need to focus on for me I might be unwell and I have to really focus on getting well or I might be going I want to have a greater focus on my wellness so I'm going to prioritize my well-being for this period of time so what the analogy I use here Mel is harmony and I think about an orchestra and I'm going to be caught out here at my complete lack of cultural awareness around orchestras with the music and what have you. But when an orchestra is playing, at the front you've got the conductor. So I am the conductor of my own orchestra and my orchestra is my life. There are elements, so, you know, the string section might be the stuff that I do that I get paid for. The percussion section might be the stuff that I do that's my passion and, you know, my full purpose stuff. Then the other sections where you know the horn section that might be my my family or my caring or my family responsibilities and there are times when I'm conducting at the front and all the whole orchestra is playing and they're all and it's a beautiful harmony because I'm making beautiful music as I said earlier there are some times when and you know it if you've ever heard an orchestral piece you know that there will be times when one part of the orchestra takes precedence over others and it becomes the dominant sound that you hear And that's okay because the others kind of just, they go into the background or play softly or don't play at all. And for me, that's what we should be aiming for is really understanding what is our orchestra, what are the instruments in our orchestra, and how as the conductor of our lives might we be able to conduct and and direct that harmony more proactively. Now, I've got to say, there's a part of this that I think is really important as well, which is every now and then, there's going to be a drummer that drums when they shouldn't drum. And there's going to be a pianist who strikes the wrong key or a violin where a string breaks. So so there's stuff, you know, there's stuff that goes bump in the night, even in a really great, you know, philharmonic orchestra. But we go, all right, then that's happened and we move on and we have, you know, stuff to help us get over that. And 
So that's, for me, that's why I said work-life balance bullshit, harmony is what we're aiming for. And there's a whole bunch of enablers that you can put around that, including having a very good conversation with whoever you share your life with about, this is the way I would like to do life. How would you like to do life? And how should we have our own orchestra and create harmony together? Well, you know, what I would really love is for women to have those kinds of discussions before they hitch themselves in some contractual way to another human. Or another organization. Oh, yeah. Making sure that you're getting yourself. Oh, my gosh. It's just the, the analogies there both fit well together, right? Getting yourself into a relationship, whether it's with a person or an organization that's going to support you in the ways that matter most to your life values and goals. So I thought you did an awesome job with that analogy because you, you kind of put the passions and values in the percussion section, which is oftentimes what's sort of driving the beat. And I think that makes a lot of sense, but Yeah, you're right. You know, sometimes you get to a phase in your life where, you know, the harp has uh, a solo it's got to do. So 100%, 100%. But, you know, and and there's also other stuff. And Mel, you and I were just talking offline. I am taking two weeks out of my working life in June in 2022 because I'm spending time with my family and with my wife. And, And I've said quite clearly, I'm clearing the schedule. I'm off, there's eight days in particular, I will be off the grid. So my, I can't remember, I think it's the drum section. I think that's the drum section. My drum section is going to be going like, you'll hear the beat all over the world, people. But that 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 is going to be a solo for, for that particular time because it's, it's super important. But when we come back, hello, orchestra, all the orchestra will be playing again. So this is, you know, I, I think it's just let's understand Let's get behind some of the buzzwords and the mindsets that those buzzwords create. Oh, my God, I've got to get work-life balance. It is an unreasonable expectation to put on any human. It is also an unreasonable expectation to put on women, bringing it right back to where we started. You don't have to do this alone. You must work out what your priorities in life are. Do our life audit worksheet, by the way. We'll put the notes in the show notes. You know, what are the things that are important? What does your orchestra look like? What do you want it to look like and sound like? Who do you need to have a conversation with, whether it's in your home life or in your work life, to be a little bit binary there? Do you talk to your life partner or your boss? My orchestra's out of tune, man. I need to I need to tune it up. I need to do some practice. Help me. That's what it comes down to. So yes, work-life balance. Bullshit, calling bullshit on it, but there is stuff that you can do. But the first thing is, what do you want your orchestra? to look like and sound like. I wonder, do you want to talk a little bit about some of those enablers? Do we have like a a sharp takeaway we can leave listeners with? 100% I do. So I talked, I referenced the life audit worksheet and that's a tool uh, that we've developed, which number one gives a woman or anyone an opportunity to audit their life and and their career right now. So, and there's, there are eight dimensions and you rate yourself on the good old crap to awesome scale, crap, you know, zero is crap, five is awesome, and you come up with a bit of a result and you have a visual picture and go, all right, then I understand what are the four things, maximum of four, four things that I want to apply more focus to over the next 12 weeks 
so that I can get my orchestra, you know, basically playing in harmony or creating beautiful music. And then it has a tracker. It simply is a habit tracker. Here are the four things that are important to me that I need to do more of or less of because sometimes it's stopping stuff as well. I'm going to stop saying yes to blah, blah, blah. I'm going to start saying yes to whatever, those kind of things. And after 12 weeks, now habits don't form in 12 weeks, but it's a good start to get you into the rhythm of paying attention to what's important. So the number one takeaway, Mel, is what's important and then focus on it because it's actually not going to happen by magic. Love it. Thank you for joining us for this Get Shit Done episode of Lead to Soar. We want to see you getting the right shit done. And one part of that is getting your life, which includes work, into harmony. Thank you so much, Michelle. My pleasure, Mel. This summer, A Career That Soars is pleased to offer a new, unique experience. Michelle Redfern, Amal Youssef, and myself, Mel Butcher, will be hosting Leadership Is, a live in-person workshop in Madison, Wisconsin, August 11 through 12, 2022. If you are a leader in an organization that's serious about supporting your female talent pipeline, learn more about sending a small cohort of women from your company to the event at leadtosoar.com slash sponsor. That's leadtosoar.com slash sponsor. And if you're a career woman ready to grow your ability to create the outcomes for your organization that matter most, we'd love for you to join us. Visit leadtosoar.com slash leadership is for attendee workshop details. That's leadtosoar.com slash leadership is. This has been another episode of Lead to Soar, a production of A Career That Soars. You can reach Michelle Redfern at michelleredfern.com and Mel Butcher at melbutcher.com. Join us inside A Career That Soars at acareerthatsoars.com. <laughs>